enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and Melanie Hudson is here with me today. Hi, Melanie. Hey, Lori. I'm so happy to be here with you again today. I just love seeing you and hearing your voice. I've been alone, so it's nice to have you here. It's nice to have some company and have someone to talk with. And today is a fun topic. We're going to be talking about sexiness and how to amp up your sex appeal. And I know it's one of our favorite topics because people have very different ideas about what sexy is. And I know you have some ideas or opinions about it, as I do. And it's such an important thing, and not necessarily to attract the other sex or the same sex or a sexual partner for sex, although that's nice too. But there's so much more to it, isn't there? There sure is. From the superficial to way deep down inside. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about it today. Yeah, me too. When I think of sexiness or feeling sexy, it's about feeling alive and connected to our our power. You know, we feel that strength and that aliveness. And it's such an important part of who we are. And sometimes people learn to kind of keep that small and we keep that sexiness or that sex part of us hidden or we repress it because it might feel dangerous. And we get messages. You don't want to dress too provocatively. You don't want to attract the wrong person. You have to be careful. And there's a lot of things. You don't want to look like a slut. Mm -hmm. So many negative messages about sexiness. And that's why we're talking about it today. When you think of sexiness or being sexy or feeling sexy, what comes to your mind? For me, sexiness comes in two different ways. First of all, it's the way I feel when I'm with somebody that I'm attracted to and it brings up that excitement inside of me. It's that Thing, that mag- that magnetism that I feel when I'm feeling desire for my partner and that is that's kind of sexiness is really exciting and fun and and light but then the other side of sexiness is a much deeper thing that I was alluding to a, a minute ago and it's just that energy it's like you mentioned it's this energy that's really deep inside that helps me feel uh, alive and a lot of that energy, you know, it is, of course, uh, sexual energy, sexual life force energy that we need in our bodies, but it's also self-love. And sexiness comes a lot when you're feeling good about yourself and loving yourself and not needing approval. You know, so on one side with sexiness, you want approval, you want to be des- desired. But when you're approving yourself and you feel good about how you look and feel on your own and the way you feel with inside of your body, that's really sexy. That's really fantastic. 
Yeah. And confidence is sexy. It's one of the sexiest things, confidence. When we see that in another person and we feel it, we can feel confident. Or when we do feel confident, it's sexy. I like what you're saying about a a partner. There's something also in a good partnership that when you're with that person, you do feel sexy. And it's not necessarily because they are complimenting you or telling you the things that you want to hear, although that is always nice too. It's more of an energetic thing that we feel with somebody, that sexual energy or that polarization, right? Mm -hmm. The masculinity or the masculine energy and the feminine energy, which we've talked about before. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a man and a woman or that the man has the masculine energy and the woman has the feminine energy. But when you have both of those energies, you do feel sexier, kind of lights you up. And you've actually written an ebook called True Sexy Radiance, which is about a lot of what we're talking about. And I'd like to have you talk a bit about that. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you so much. So this book is really an overview to help women. It's mostly for women to feel what true sexy radiance is. And this is perfectly in line with what we're talking about right now, because many of us feel that sexiness, being a sexy needs to be a a superficial thing. We're wearing that push-up bra, we're wearing the red lipstick, we're wearing the stilettos, and we feel like, okay, and, and, and doing all the positions in bed that are really hot. Well, that is a level of sexiness, but true sexy radiance is everything we've talked about. It's the sexual energy. It's that feeling of self-confidence and self-love. It's the expression of happiness and, and, and smiling. And it's also the cleaning up of old wounds that keep us from being the best that we are. So those, those four or five things are really the makeup of true sexy radiance. Uh, you know, it ha- doesn't have anything to do with our superficiality, our superficiality, the way we look. It's the way we feel. It's the radiating energy that we put out there. It's the way we move our bodies and that we're so proud of our bodies and the way we move our hips, the way we move our breasts, the way we move our shoulders. It's, it's all of that. Now that's true sexy radiance. A woman yeah. can be wearing a pair of ripped up jeans and flip-flops and her hair totally messed up. But when she has those elements going for her, that's sexy and that's true sexiness versus putting on the stilettos and the red lipstick and the push-up bra and not having those qualities, not having that the radiation of that really high level energy. So you might have those superficial things, but you're not really sexy. You don't have that sexual vitality or that sexual radiance. Yeah. Sometimes when there's nothing left to the imagination, that is the opposite of sexy. It's not sexy at all. But I want Mm -hmm. you to go back to something you said. You said something about needing to clean up old wounds. Can you talk a bit more about that? Yes. Thank you. This is a really good, and, and this is a discussion that can take place on two different levels. One level is exactly what you were talking about earlier, how sometimes we're made to feel shame about our sexuality. A lot of times women and, and men too are made to feel that they they can't express themselves sexually um, 
because it's bad. Or maybe when they were younger, they did something that they expressed themselves in a sexual way that made them feel bad. Uh, and, you know, and a lot of our, our, our religious upbringing makes sex out to be very bad. And so we embody that, that negative perspective of our bodies, of ourselves, and that ends up staying inside of us. And that is the thing a lot of times that will inhibit us from expressing ourselves and in loving ourselves and in loving our sexuality. So it's learning how to get to that source of that shame, realizing that it's that our sexual nature is absolutely natural. It's absolutely beautiful. And when we can accept that in ourselves, we can erase some of this negative programming and our negative beliefs about ourselves, then that sexuality, that true sexual radiance will come through. Yeah, I'd love what you're saying. And it's so true. And it is ultimately uncovering those core beliefs, those negative beliefs, right? Those messages that we get, men and women, so many that are harmful from a very young age that tell us that there's something wrong with us, or that we're bad, or that we're not enough. And those core beliefs, if we don't recognize that they're even there, then they live with us and they definitely are obstacles to feeling open. I mean, if you think about sexiness, it is a a surrender. It's a vulnerability. It's an opening. And when you are feeling closed and scared or bad, there's no room for sexiness and or confidence. And so that's why we're talking about this. This isn't you need to wear high heels or red lipstick, although sometimes that might make you feel sexy. And, you know, one thing that I've talked about, but I love this example because it speaks to me in so many ways. And I think to everyone who might have ever asked themselves this question, or maybe you can if you haven't, what is it that makes you feel sexy? And I would always ask that, and still do, um, of my clients and certainly women who attend my women's groups. And it's always so interesting the different answers that I get. And sometimes it is, oh, when I put on red lipstick or I wear perfume or I wear a push-up bra or high heels. Nothing wrong with that. It's Mm -hmm. what makes you feel sexy. There's no right or wrong. And some will say, you know, when I'm strong, when I've been working out, or I'm wearing a suit and I feel powerful. So there's lots of things that can feel sexy for you. And to know what that is without judgment, without shame is really important. That really is. And that's really beautiful. I think that's a wonderful question to ask people because a lot of people don't even probably know what makes them feel sexy or what when they feel sexy. They're just not real, really aware or they may just discover that the only time that they think they really feel sexy is when they're having sex, but when really they're, they are sexy a lot more. And that's a confident boost, confidence booster. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people, men and women, feel the opposite of sexy when they're having sex, unfortunately. Interesting. Tell, tell us. Well, if you're in your head... If you're trying to perform, I'm going to put quotes around that word, Mm -hmm. Uh, you're trying to come, not come, you're trying to make your partner happy, you're in your head, you're thinking, you're doing all of that, then you are not going to be feeling so sexy. But when you are in it and you're experiencing in it and you can surrender yourself to the moment and be there fully, then you are going to be feeling 
sexy. And that is a goal. And, and sexy, again, is a really wonderful feeling. So, you know, the ability to recognize the things like you were saying that get in your way, so important, because if we don't get rid of those, there's no room, but also finding ways to enhance it and connect to that sexuality. And another thing you said that I love is moving our body and moving our body when we walk, how we walk, how we dance. And by the way, dancing is a great way to amp your sex appeal. Yes, because when you're Yes, when you're used to moving your body, and I know you have these dance classes that you give, and what do you call them? I just call them yoni yoga dance parties. <laughs> yes. Uh, I went to one a couple of weeks ago. It was so much fun. And that's all it is. It's just moving your body, not doing any specific dance moves, not having to do it in a way that people are going to think that you're doing a great job. It's just being being you. And when you can learn to move your body that way, it will carry over into your life, your regular life where you can walk into a room and you will feel differently than if you hadn't been moving your body. So true. So, so true. And the other thing that's great about the, the yoni yoga types of dancing, which includes a lot of hip movement, a lot of thrusting back and forth, that itself will charge up sexual energy because our sexual energy dwells in our uh, second chakra. Uh, if you know about the chakra systems, the energy center systems, it's a traditional um, Eastern energy system. And the second chakras, uh, uh, is the authority over your sexual energy, which are gen- that's our genitals. Base, yeah, basically all your the, reproductive the organ yeah. area. Exactly. So when you're like moving your hips around and you're thrusting forward and you know stooping down and standing up and this and that, you're charging up a lot of really juicy energy. Yes. So that will make you feel sexy. In fact, I have a little story I'd like to tell. I went to a dance class. This is many years ago. And it was very hip-oriented, and, and, uh, and I'm not the most coordinated person in the world, but I just had a good time, and I, and I felt really good about the class. And then I, afterwards, I went to a store. I went to an herb store, and this young man, was <laughs> he was a lot younger than me, and he just like was flirting with me and and was very very seductive and uh and was attracted to me and I was blown away because I was not dressed well at all I just had my dance clothes on you know a pair of leggings or whatever I was wearing and a t-shirt but he was just intrigued and I first didn't believe it but then later on we ended up having a little bit of a relationship for a while so there you go. Just and I know it was because of that that hip action, not because I was looking so hot and sexy at that moment. Well, maybe all of the above. Uh, Yes, there is something about that. Again, we feel freer, we feel more confident, and it is an energetic thing for sure. And by the way, having sex, if you do it right, will also have you connect to your sexuality and you will feel sexier and you will exude that sexiness. And it is true. When you usually, when you look at someone, you can tell if they're having sex. Yes, you can. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? There's a, a, a certain look, there's a glow, there's an energy. And, you know, it's not just having sex to have sex, but I mean, enjoying sex. I mean, experiencing sex, experiencing all the things that we're talking about. It opens you up and people feel it because it's powerful. It really is. It is. And when you think about the physiology that happens when you're in that sexual mode, when I think about it, I just feel that my whole body is operating differently. It's It feels different than when I'm doing my work or I'm uh, writing or even taking a walk. When you have that chemistry that happens in your body when you're being sexual and having sex, it's an amazing thing that happens. It does a, a number on everything, your entire body, all the cells in your body. So yeah, it's, it's, it is a parent. I think it keeps us youthful. And there is a youthfulness that I think people have when they're having sex and they're enjoying sex and they're living in that place. Good news is you can be doing that without a partner. And since we're talking about that, I'm going to say if you are dating, and you are having trouble attracting a partner, you might want to take a look at the things that we're saying. And whether it is self-pleasuring yourself or putting on some music and dancing and touching your body and moving your hips and checking your core beliefs and letting all of that go, you will attract a partner. And it's not so much, again, about wearing the push-up bra or the high heels, although that may not hurt, (laughs) but it's not going to be the thing that works because you could have all of the wrappings, but not have the energy and, and it doesn't work. It almost will go against you. It feels incongruent. It's hard to trust. And like we were saying, the great thing is when you have that that energy, when you're feeling connected to your body and you're feeling open and confident, you don't need to wear the high heels. Again, nothing wrong with it, but it could be a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and you will still radiate that sexuality and people will be attracted to it. And I test that out all the time. It is true. And I test it out, not just with myself, but with my clients, the clients who attract people in their life and not just sexual partners, but friends too, just people in general, there's something that they, that they do. There's an energy that they have. And it's not necessarily just about having sex. It's about feeling comfortable in their body. It's about knowing who they are. And that by itself is sexy too, which has nothing to do with sex. Absolutely. And another part of that is when you are feeling sexy, it's you're in your power. And I want to touch on something because we're talking about a really important topic, not just for people who want to feel sexy and who want to attract others, but there's probably, there are probably a lot of people out there who are afraid to put out their sex, sexuality, not because necessarily because of the shame, but because of the attention that they're going to get. They don't want people to be attracted to them. They don't want mm. to attract that kind of attention, especially from someone who might not be um, a desirable or, or might be even dangerous. Right. But I think a part of being in that, in your sexual power is being powerful and commanding that respect. You know, that is part of the whole thing that I want. Part of my mission in the planet is to have 
a respect among humans. Let's have men respect women for their beautiful bodies and their sexual energy, not exploit it, not lust for a woman just because she's sexy, but to really respect her and honor her and appreciate her for the powerful being that she is. So that's a part that I think is important to add to this equation. Oh, so important. I'm so glad you brought that up. You're right. It is a power and that doesn't attract the wrong people. Right. I'm going to say it could keep the wrong people or the dangerous people away because it it really does radiate power and strength. And we'll just say people who are predators generally aren't attracted to that. Mm -hmm. Or if if something does happen and look at, I'm going to say a large percentage of people who are listening, if not a hundred percent, either have been a victim of some kind of a sexual crime or know someone who has Mm -hmm. because it's that common so we're not downplaying that it is a serious serious issue and we do need to protect ourselves and it also is important to recognize that that isn't about sex that's not about our sexuality that's about something very very different that is a violent act it is like you were saying not respecting Women mm-hmm. or men, look at men are victims of crime too, of sexual yep. crimes and violent acts. So we need to make sure that we don't confuse that with sexuality or sex. And that is a lot of the work that I do when I do work with people who do have a history of some kind of sexual trauma to make sure that they understand the difference. Sex is about love and and pleasure. And that is something very, very different. That is something that is wrong and violent. And it is certainly traumatic and that trauma needs to be worked through, but also to understand that your body, your sexuality, and your pleasure is separate from that. And while there might be some challenges to move through it to get to that place, that is a part of the work that needs to be done. I'm so grateful you do this work. Thank you for that that beautiful recap. And it's so important. And and the work that you do, Lori, it is vital. It's really vital because it is the other side of the coin. So I I love the fact that we can celebrate. I love celebrating my body. And I also am very aware of the, uh, the pain that many, many people feel when they think about sexuality. So you're helping, you're helping women and men enjoy this God's given gift goddesses given gift (laughs) of sexual, of sexual pleasure. So thank you for that work that you do. Well, you do it too. So thank you. And that's really what we're about. That's why we do this show. That's why you do your books and your courses and your dance parties and all of the wonderful things you do as well. As a matter of fact, your ebook on True Sexy Radiance is really wonderful. So how can the listeners see your book? How can they find it? So you can just go to my website, positiveenergywoman.com all one word, positiveenergywoman.com. And then you just sign up. You just uh, write your name and and download it, push the button, and download it immediately. Then you can find out when Melanie is scheduling some of her 
yoni yoga dance parties, which is really fun. <laughs> and I'd highly recommend those. And remember, you don't need to necessarily sign up for a party. You can make your own. So yes. put on some music, <laughs> dance around the living room. And that is a wonderful thing to do to not just connect to your sexuality, but to actually feel good. It just brings you up and you know how we move our body and the music we listen to. There's so many ways to just feel better. And we need to be feeling better these days. Times are tough. Uh, there's some good things happening in the world and, uh, there's some challenging things happening in the world and that is not new, but when we are struggling with challenges, again, we all have challenges in different ways at different times, but to be able to, certainly feel bad when you're feeling bad, but to turn on some music and do some dancing or a little self-pleasuring and orgasm <laughs> is a great way to get some oxytocin in your yes. body, which is always a good thing. That's fabulous too. And you know, you can go to my website, stuffoflove.com, men and women, and find some wonderful products and toys to amp up your sexuality and have some good orgasms. I just put in a bunch of new toys for men. I have some guy braiders. I have some masturbation sleeves that honestly make me want to have a penis. They're so good. <laughs> and, you know, why not celebrate your body, whether you have a partner or not? And toys are good to use with a partner too. And, you know, I've got some massage candles and some really fun things because sexuality, you want it to be about pleasure and love and fun and positivity. So I'm so glad that you're here talking to me, Melanie, about this today. It is an important topic. And let's all amp up our sexuality and connect to our power in positive ways. And I will talk to you soon, Melanie. Listeners, thank you for listening. I always appreciate it. Melanie, thank you again for being here. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Lori. Bye.